Christian Financial Advisors, episode 109. Welcome to Christian Financial Perspectives, where you're invited to gain insight, wisdom, and knowledge about how Christians integrate their faith, life, and finances with a biblical worldview. Here's your host, Christian investment advisor, financial planner, and coach, Bob Barber. Welcome to our 109th podcast. Wow. That's a lot of podcasts, Sean. I know. And um, there's something in here today. I can't tell what it is. It's all these cameras. Well, yeah, this is our 109th episode, and we figured... Let's take the lens caps off, you know. Oh, just, no. This you whole mean, time. I know this whole time has been. We have not. We, the lens cap has been know, on all this I time. I know. <laughs> and you told me that you took them off. And uh, it took us 108 episodes to realize that Uh-oh. they were on the whole time. So anyway, welcome to our first actual video, not just audio. Unless, of course, you're currently listening to the video the, 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 or the podcast. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So if you're listening to the video, get this. You can go see really two good-looking guys. <laughs> yeah, and we are super humble about it. So, <laughs> so you got a good good subject for today. All right, hit me with it. Investing during turbulent times. Does that ever happen? I don't know. Is it happening right now? Well, it depends on when someone's watching or listening to this. But uh, as of the time of this recording, most would probably say, yes, we're in some turbulent times. We're in some very turbulent uh, times. Not just in the markets, but as a whole. It seems and, a little crazy. And you know, as we've shared so many times in Ecclesiastes, it says there's a time for this, there's a time for that. I mean, yeah. there's all different ty- types of times, and there's going to be good times and bad times. There's going to be yeah. times to heal. There's going to be times that you're going to get hurt. So, yeah. you know, but the good thing about I, I, I look at everything from a perspective of, when it's bad, it's going to get good. Yeah. But when it's good, you got to be prepared for when it's going to get bad. Well, everything goes through cycles, it, it, whether it's the stock markets, the real estate market, which I wonder if there's anything going on with that right now. Bob. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, everything goes through cycles. It, there, are times, there are times of growth and there are times of decline. We'll talk yeah. about that real estate market yeah. here in a little bit. So so today's podcast is really is called Investing During Turbulent times and these are very turbulent times and I think it's good to talk about what's causing these turbulent times yeah. first. And so I guess got our, our first our one good outline in front of us help <laughs> us keep along. Okay. Our first one we got the Ukraine Russia war. Yes. There's the fear of escalation, mm-hmm. possibly the use of nuclear hypersonic missiles. I mean there's just there's a lot going on with that. There's all the stuff with the Nord the Nord Stream two or Nord 2 for the pipeline that oh yeah they've been billions of dollars been invested in this and now it's just completely halted yeah so exactly. so there's a lot that that is a very big concern yeah. and, and as, as anybody knows who's been watching the news you know Putin is kind of a madman <laughs> yeah and it's he's just very unpredictable so that that is yeah. definitely causing turbulence in the markets and it's causing turbulence in our own lives yeah you know the, the, the second thing of course it, you don't you can go to the grocery store you can go take your car to uh to the gas station i mean it's record high inflation i mean we, and yeah. you know that was really caused by all of this government stimulus yeah we, well we had artificially low the artificially low interest rates there was the government spending you know like oh, let's throw more money at it yeah it's not like it would cause a problem but so it you just know, had too many a, dollars trying to chase too few exactly goods. what's a what's what would you say is a healthy inflation rate it's around the two to two and a quarter percent right isn't that what the well, fed well, usually targets yeah but you know i don't mind an inflation rate just around three or four percent myself <laughs> Yeah, but but yeah, where we are today, seven, eight. Yeah, and I think if you go really compare what you paid for things a year ago, it's more like 
15. Yeah, and yeah. especially for, for people who their uh, income has not been increasing by, you know, 10% plus per year, that yeah. can really start to hurt. You know, we got we got the fear of the higher interest rates right now, too, and, 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 and the tighter money supply. And what I mean by that is the Federal Reserve, you know, they knocked these interest rates down so low to extreme lows. I mean, just up to about three months ago, you could get a mortgage and be at a 3% rate. For a 30 looked, year. And I looked yeah. at it this morning for a 30 year. I couldn't believe my eyes. I was seeing six and six and a half percent. It's double what it was wow. just a, just two or three months ago. And then the Fed was uh, buying, they were putting 130 to $150 billion into uh, mortgage, mortgage-backed securities and buying all that. So, yeah. you know, they haven't even raised rates but one time. So just by, but, by reducing that, uh, amount that they're buying back right as well as what was a half percent right or a quarter percent yeah. actual artificial yep. change right. to it just between those two things is what has been causing all these changes right yeah and where the mortgage market is tighter now yeah so it's it's, it's, it's a lot tighter than it, than it was so it you know there's there's the the fear of those higher interest rates and a tighter money supply and what it could do to the yeah. economy and the markets really overreact you'll you'll see the markets um, and you'll hear this you know never fight the Fed yeah and, and so and the feds for a long time has been saying we're gonna raise interest rates yeah well now they're actually doing it for some you know the markets like <laughs> well, it's like like wait uh, wait you're doing the thing you said you're, you're actually, gonna do <laughs> exactly and and now now there's a real concern amongst many including myself of a major real estate bubble pop, that bubble is yeah. just going to pop. Well, because that goes into the the interest rates. You know, it's just a it's a matter of uh, interest rates and price in that relationship. Yeah. Where if your average interest rates are going up, it's just math. The prices will drop. Well, the reason you know? the reason a lot of this is because I just want you to think of something. When we were at a three percent interest rate just a couple mm -hmm. couple months ago, on a hundred thousand dollars, the interest is three thousand a year. Okay, yeah, three percent. Yeah. Easy. Just real simple, simple interest. Now we're at six. Yeah. Well, the interest, the, the interest of three thousand dollars at six percent is a fifty is fifty thousand. Fifty thousand times six percent yeah. is three thousand. Or you've got to jump to six thousand so, a year in interest. So here's what's happened. What's happened is um, is the purchasing power of seventy to seventy five percent of the buyers in this country has gone down by half. So what is yeah. this going to do to so all the those, economy? So all those people who were planning on you know a certain payment that they were comfortable with, mm -hmm. if all of a sudden the interest rate has gone from three to six percent, mm -hmm. it's drastically reduced the end price that they can afford at that same payment. There's only one, there's only one thing that can happen: either yeah. the interest rates have to come back down, which they're not going to do, or the builders are going to have to lower their prices. Yeah, as and well so as I, other homeowners who are trying to sell. Yeah, and I, I would have not wanted to buy a home a couple months ago because now you bought yeah. at the peak. Okay. Yeah. Um, so you, like, else? you like my fifth one? Uh, yeah. Political well, leaders that seem incompetent to do their job. Yeah. Yeah. Which, which in my I, opinion doesn't, also more. doesn't really <laughs> seem like anything new. That's you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But uh, more so right now. Mm -hmm. I just, so. I, I, that, but that is a real cause of concern and the yeah. markets don't like it. You know, there's also their computer chip shortages that continue. Yeah. Uh, by the way, it takes a the while Ford to Explorer rebuild. I ordered back in December finally came in. It's about to be in in a week or two. Hashtag not sponsored by Ford. Yeah, uh, oh, that's true. That's true. <laughs> but but you know, I've been waiting forever. Um, but that's one thing that people really notice. I mean, you yeah. go by all the car dealerships and you just see very few cars on the. Well, on the and for most people, as far as I mean, new ones, that's the purchasing a car. 
it, that's the typically the second largest purchase most people make yeah. after after buying a home. That's exactly but, right. But yeah. you know, with chip shortage, we've been trying to ramp up. Uh, most companies have been trying to ramp up their uh, their production in uh, domestic. You know, yeah. like, but building that manufacturing back up when it hasn't been in place that takes time. So even though we've been needing to make a change, it doesn't mean it's, it's not like a light switch. Yeah. You can't just turn that on. Yep. Now, once we get that up and running, however much longer that's going to take, it'll be great long term for us domestically, for, for the economy, but it's not a quick fix. So, so we got the good, good computer, char, uh, computer chip shortage. Yeah. Okay. And then and then the seventh thing on a, a real concern right now, of course, is the continued supply chain disruptions yeah. that are coming about. Yeah, which is still continuing to be exacerbated with like China. They're, they made these weird changes where the ships that would come in to say our, our main ports mm -hmm. like like L.A., a lot of times these these semi trucks, they would be coming in with, say, an empty container and they would swap. So the empty container would go back on the ship and the full container would go on and then they leave. Well, what, what's been weird is that they are, China is not allowing the empty containers to come back. I guess it was with COVID or whatever, they just they didn't mm -hmm. want to bring stuff in. And so what's happening is the truck drivers have to basically offload those empty containers and then get in line to actually get a full one. It's just, it's basically causing unnecessary extra time wasted and, and on top of that, then it slows the supply chain down because we're still trying to catch up. Let's get to our last one because okay. I'm feeling we're depressing people by now, okay? But but we want to point these. We things do have out. some good news. Yeah, we, <laughs> no, we do. We, of course, we do. But but and there's there's also been the shortage of workers to fill yeah. the vital positions in the marketplace, even with unemployment at record lows. I, yeah. I heard just about a week ago, week and a half ago. You know, I, you know me. I'm I'm just on the news all all the time. That yes. That there that there was about fifty thousand more jobs than could be filled. So yeah. That that's that's a real concern. So what do you do during all this? What how do you invest? during these turbulent times because they're turbulent and by, but by the way you know turbulent times i think people have short memories because turbulent times come along every couple of years you know yeah. it was just a couple of years ago when we were going through covid and and we went through uh, a two or three month major turbulent time in the markets yeah. there uh you know it was back in 18 we had some turbulence of course yeah. we know 08 was major turbulence but there is turbulence turbulence is normal and we'll come along in the markets yeah. every couple of years but you could argue it's it's a part of a healthy market that mm -hmm. those things happen you have times of growth you have times of pullback yeah that's just normal and even solomon said it first i guess there's nothing new under the sun yeah i mean exactly, exactly. <laughs> all the way back then so the first thing, we're going to go through about eight or nine points here, and we're going to try to zip through these pretty quick. The, the, the first thing is, you know, look at what you're investing in. Are the companies you're investing in, are they needed to sustain a normal lifestyle? And, you know, I look mm -hmm. at things like, are the companies, do they produce food? Or, or are they in the grocery business? Or clothing, shelter, technology, energy utilities, healthcare, transportation. All those things that we use on a daily basis. Yeah, they're not really going anywhere. Yeah. It's, it's kind of like back in 2020 when COVID hit and everything was crazy and the markets dropped, you know, 30, 40 percent, depending on what you're looking at. And shortly after that, within a few months, there was a lot of areas in the market, especially technology sectors that had popped back up. And yet for a, a considerable amount of time, energy was still vastly undervalued oh, compared to what goodness. it was, but now we it's probably still, right now we're using electricity to film this. Yeah, like yeah. we still, ha even then and now we need energy. So, you know, those are, those are great examples of things that they're not going anywhere, even though they might fluctuate. Some. Well, things that you gotta have. Yeah. Now, do you have to have streaming for your television? 
You no, have to. No, but it's nice. Okay. <laughs> well, we all know about a certain company just yes. a, a, within the last week or two, Bum-bum. depending on when you're listening to this. You know, they're, they're down 30 and 40% in just the last six months. So, yeah. you know, you don't have to have TV streaming, but yeah. you do have to have Shelton. You do have you do have to have clothing, I hope. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes your son doesn't think that, by the way. Well, it depends. Hey, if you're a surfer or, uh, I mean, <laughs> pair of shorts about all by you the, need. I'm just talking about the grandson. He's yeah. just so funny. And, uh, you know, the, yeah, Sean see, and my son are y'all, so. Yeah. yeah. That's and why yes, I can give him a hard time. Yes, my, my son has a habit of uh, <laughs> clothing, clothing optional. <laughs> And, and, you know, another thing is, is, is during turbulent, turbulent times, you really want to have a, a well-thought-out investment process. And so is strategy, if you will. Exactly. Yeah. And, and, you know, we have that. We have our seven strategies on we our do. website. But I'm amazed. Shameless plug. <laughs> there you go. Website, by the way, ChristianFinancialAdvisors.com. Uh, but I'm amazed at how many people don't have an investment strategy, Sean. I mean, they just don't have one. Yeah. So we have one that's laid those out too, and know? thought out, and and it's not based on emotion. You don't you don't base this on on emotion. Yep. And and number three is understand that turbulent times are nothing new. Mm-hmm. They're always going to come along every two to three years, but it yeah. always feels like when you're in the middle of it. Yeah, I know. Right before you came on today, you had you had a call yeah. from a. And this is an older client, and all of a sudden they're just like, "I want out! I want out!" And this yeah. has only been going on for two or three months. Yeah, and the average bear market lasts eleven months. Eleven. Okay. Yeah. All right, so we're already four months into yeah. it. That's based on the last, uh, as of this year, it was the last 73 years. Average bear market's about 11 months. But we had one as short as, what was it, uh, two? Was it two or three months? Oh, well, that was during COVID, yeah. yeah. It just came right, out, came right yeah. out of that. You know, do you like my number four? I mean, that is really big. Uh, yes. Keep emotions and feelings out of investing, which yeah. is exactly what we're talking about with the plan. You need to have a plan that you can stick to and execute not just when things are going great, mm-hmm. but when you're starting to panic. You know, don't don't let your short-term emotions and panic or fear dictate your long-term strategy. Emotions should have nothing to do with investing. Mm-hmm. Bottom line, yep. not a thing to do with it. You just have to keep your emotions out of it. I know for and us, we usually have to pray for that. Like uh, yeah, we're getting we're, a little bit it's like, yeah. okay, let's just stop oh, for a second. And, let's pray. And we have the emotions chart. Yeah. That, by the way, we have on our website too. Yes. The emotion source that helps remind us when you when you're getting real emotional and you think it's doomsday and it's just time to throw the bag in. You know what? A lot of times that's the very time. That's the best time to invest some more. Yeah. But yeah. but number five behind this emotion because these are there are people that just they prey on it. They prey on these emotions and yep. that's professional doomsdayers, doomsayers, however you want to say that. Yep. You know, it's you can say doomsdayers or doomsayers. You can say I think, I think it's doomsayers is yeah. the official or is it's doomsday. So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. But they they're they're out there and they make yeah. a living from selling fear. They they take and, advantage of people during these turbulent times yeah. like we're in. And if you're watching this uh, in 2022, near the time of this recording, mm-hmm. it is when the sharks and the predators really start to come out because people are scared. If you've been in a couple months or so into the markets and things haven't been going up, yeah, they're like, oh, well, I let me dangle this fruit in front of you. I have the solution for you. Mm-hmm. All you have to do is buy now. That's the truth. So. <laughs> That's the truth. And and um, they just take advantage. They, they're, they're selling high commission products like gold and yep. silver and high fee indexed annuities. Yep or even subscription-based newsletters that you have to subscribe to. So these professional doomsayers, are, they're all over social media, yep. they're all over the internet, they're all over, they're in television, and they're mailing out 
thousands of seminar invitations, invitations right mm-hmm. now. I'm getting them. Yep. I get them. Those free steak dinners and to try yep. to lure you in. There's a free steak yep. dinner. Come see us. And you know what? Th- those seminars, Sean, to put on one of those seminars costs thousands. They'll send out like 10,000 invitations. Yeah. Right? There's $10,000 right there. Yeah. And then and then, then they're buying all the free steak dinner. So yep. they're looking at that so seminar. So of the 10,000 people, you know, they had a couple hundred, maybe a no. hundred people, if that, maybe 30. 30. They'll yeah. have 30 show up. But they show up. You know, but, they, but, they caught a few. But still, there's another, there's a, possibly another two or 3,000 in food they're going to have to pay. Yep. So now they got thirteen or 14,000 sitting in that seminar. Yep. And they only need what one or two to to sign Some high up. commission and sign now you get a, you get a bonus if yeah. you sign now you get a bonus like no we had a car like that yesterday I know I know <laughs> some no the person selling it to you gets a bonus yeah and you're stuck with something for ten plus years you can't touch it yep yep so let's yeah. get on let's get on to our sixth point our okay. sixth point is during turbulent times instead of looking at it like a a time to get out hey just look at it like a an, a, an opportunity this yeah. this could be a great opportunity. So you you have to go against your emotions, right? And and like today, it's a pretty big down market today. And I'm looking at it closely, but I'm thinking it could be a bigger down market yeah. in a couple of weeks when they actually do raise rates that they're talking yeah. about in, in May. But, but part of that is the strategy too. See, yeah. we, our strategy allowed us to move some of the capital that would have been in say equity, mm-hmm. move some of that to cash in the fixed income. So when we get that strong buying opportunity, we actually have some capital to do it. And the reason we did so, that is because back in September and October when emotions and everybody wanted to get in. Yeah. Buy, 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 buy. That was the time I said, you know what, we need to take some off. And like so in our moderate accounts, we you know, we went from a sixty to sixty five percent exposure in equities mm-hmm. and stocks down to a thirty five percent. Yeah. And then we entered about six or seven percent in a couple of weeks ago and yeah. I'm looking for entering another six or seven percent. But I'm looking at that as an opportunity, not a time to sell, but a time to buy. What's that phrase that you say? It's the the pigs get fat and the hogs get slaughtered. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that was during the during mm-hmm. during the uh, the uptime. So just keep that in mind. Look at it as an opportunity. So yeah. w- when when we had that one client call today and, and they're in a panic, say, "Oh, you you want to invest more?" Yeah, we, we kind of use those those, <laughs> those calls or when when people are are think also when people are thinking like, oh, I think I need to get rid of everything." Mm-hmm. You and I are looking at that as hmm. Might be on the verge of some good buying opportunities. Yeah, exactly. When most people are starting to panic, that's a good sign. It might be a good buying opportunity. (laughs) You know, and you you got to really during these turbulent times like this, you got to stay cautious. This is our uh, number seven point that we want to make. Stay cautious of the tendency to chase returns because even during times like this, you're gonna you know there's some things that are way up. Energy is way way up. Yeah. Well, it's not the time to get in the energy. No, now. not no, when it's you, way you up. You missed like the time this. to get in the energy. So, so there's that there's that point of wanting to chase it, and yeah. that's just a normal tendency. You you hear somebody else is doing so great. Yeah. Right. But be careful of buying high. Don't buy high. Buy yeah. low. Well, so, it's, it's that the grass is always greener somewhere else, except it's not usually. <laughs> so. Yeah, well, that's what cows find out, isn't it? Yeah. They they yeah. get on the other side of the fence. They're like, oh, I think I won't buy now. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Number eight. Stay patient. Stay patient. Stay patient. Stay patient. <laughs> it is not a time to panic. That's exactly right. If you know, anything, if you're thinking of panicking, like we said in the previous one, it's probably a good time to buy. <laughs> you know, the, the fruits of the Holy Spirit are love, joy, peace, patience, mm-hmm. kindness, and gentleness is self-control. Patience is a good thing. And this is something you really got to exercise during turbulent times is stay patient. 
You know we've said that a lot of times now, so yep. we'll go to the next point. So number nine is think long term, like three to 10 year increments, not three to 24 months. Yeah, see, so what's happening right now? We yeah. see some panic going on. Mm -hmm. It's been going on for three or four months. Yep. They're, they're thinking, think, they're thinking. Well, this is the new normal. It's yeah. just gonna continue to yeah. go down. Right. It's never gonna come back again. Yeah. We're all never, doing Never again. <laughs> yep. My, my, you know uh, what, if I, Jesus wants to take me back today, I'm ready to go though, brother. Well, it reminds me of, uh, I talked to, with a client about a week ago, uh -huh. and they were, you know, they were asking me like, well, you know, what about, uh, what about the economy? Like, what if, what about if we, you know, we lose all of our, our currency and the government collapses? My first thought was, well, then what does the money and the investments matter anyway? <laughs> like, I mean, yeah. do you have canned goods in a bunker? I mean, because that's going to be a whole lot more useful than buying a bunch of uh, really heavy, pretty metal like gold or worrying about whether or not the currency is going to be uh, useful. And, and what did Paul so, say in Philippians? I've learned to be content in all things, whether mm -hmm. well-fed or hungry. I, the yep. contentment comes in Christ, and it's not going to come in anything else. Yep. And so. I hope you've enjoyed this today and about talking about investing in turbulent times and we want you to know that yeah. Sean and I are here along with our staff to help get you through these turbulence times. They're, they're tough right now and um, feel free to give us a call at 830-609-6986 or go to our website. There's a lot of good resources. Go into the Education Center under Articles and you'll see a lot of great uh, weekly commentaries yep. and we did a we had our webinar we did about a month or so ago yep. and those are time proven principles and a lot yep. of great charts that you'll want to see plus there's the other uh, as of as of now the other 108 podcast episodes on various topics so yeah those are free yeah also well, you just I, go like, to christian financial yeah. perspectives there you go the christian don't you love it the sign right behind us yeah by the way those are listening by audio don't see that but yes, there is a sign bob's motioning towards yeah. the sign <laughs> But uh, one thing I'd like to say too that, that we we would use here is is hope that Jesus is coming back tomorrow, but plan like he's coming back in a thousand years. Huh? You know who said that? No, oh, who said that? Chuck Swindoll. <laughs> Thank you. That's Thank all you. for today. Bye. We invite you to listen to all of our past episodes covering many financial topics from a Christian perspective. To make sure you don't miss any of Bob's upcoming episodes, you can subscribe to Christian Financial Perspectives on iTunes, Google Podcasts. Spotify, Stitcher, or Amazon Music. To learn more about integrating your faith with your finances, visit ChristianFinancialAdvisors.com or call 830-609-6986. Investment advisory services offered through Christian Investment Advisors, Inc., DBA Christian Financial Advisors, also known as Christian Financial Advisors Management Group, a registered investment advisor. Comments from today's show are for informational purposes only and not to be considered investment advice or recommendations to buy or sell any company that may have been mentioned or discussed. The opinions expressed are solely those of the host, Bob Barber, and his guests. Bob does not provide tax advice and encourages you to seek guidance from a tax professional. While Christian Investment Advisors believes the information to be accurate and reliable, we do not claim or have responsibility for its completeness, accuracy, or reliability.